and welcome to the What About Life podcast. I'm your host, Jesse, and here I'm going to share mind-blowing facts, get real and raw, and have fun and insightful conversations with the aim to empower you guys, the listeners. So let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode three. Um, so I started a new segment last week where I'm going to touch on something that made me go WTF this week. And it actually happened today and it ties into this week's topic perfectly because I'm so fired up right now after learning um, about this. (laughs) Um, So this week's WTF moment is that 60% of mammals on earth right now are livestock. That is wild. 30%. 36% are humans and four, only 4% are wild animals. And I really wanted to highlight that today because it ties into this topic really well. So I was reading the book um, by Simon Hill, Proof is in the Plants. And I swear every time I pick it up and I read it, my mind is blown. The scientific facts that he has gathered and put it into put into this book is wild and he's I love his mission statement of just wanting to put all these facts and information together for everyone with a hundred percent of the profits to the books going directly to charity so he's not even taking any money from any book sales personally for profit He's giving it all to charity. So his mission is just to get this information out there so more and more people um, are educated on what we actually should be worrying about and the realities of the world that we live in right now. Um, And apart from this, I've watched so many documentaries and docuseries on Netflix and Stan and Disney and all those um, streaming services including um, Life on Our Planet by David Attenborough and recently released Breaking Boundaries, The Science of Our Planet Um, and also Down to Earth with Zac Efron. So all these documentaries, and I've watched plenty more, I could go and list like a hundred more that I've just come across and happened to watch. But all these documentaries, the books that I'm reading, the podcast episodes that I'm listening to over the last two years, Now, they're all saying the same thing, and that is our planet is in real trouble. Um, They're all saying that a plant-based diet is more sustainable, not only for the planet, to save the planet. (laughs) Um, It's actually more sustainable for ourselves to, for longevity, um, to reduce the risk of getting other diseases i really recommend you pick up this book um proof is in the plants and read it but i wanted to not so much talk on all the things that he's mentioned in the book and everything that um i've heard about in these docuseries but i just wanted to talk about like what we can do to change this and I know many people think, oh, I'm just one person. How am I going to make a difference in the world by recycling or composting? Like it's not going to change anything. But you and probably a hundred other people thinking are thinking like that. 
So imagine 101 people making small changes that would actually have a huge impact in the long term. And to be honest, I feel like the future of our planet is actually in the hands of us. These big companies, all they really care about is their profits and the economy and their big businesses, their multi-billion dollar houses. And they're not, they're less likely to make changes. So it's really up to us. We, We can't wait for these governments to make changes. Like, The Australian government isn't even on board to a more sustainable future. Like, they haven't signed or approved anything yet. So it's really, when it comes down to it, it's really up to us. And so many people expect like, oh, I must be perfect. I must do everything, recycle everything. And I can't eat meat ever again, like from day one. But it's not like that you can't expect it's more about progress rather than perfection so start your change your daily habits step by step and you can still make a difference that's definitely how i started um so some things that i've made i've changed in my life that have i've noticed has made a huge difference on just living sustainably and trying to trying to make a difference and think about the planet and make a difference for the future of our planet is recycling all your soft plastics. Myself and my partner have a just a Woolies bag um, that's hanging on our pantry door and any soft plastics that we use from packaging like chip packets, uh, Glad Wrap or anything like that or anything that we buy that might have soft plastics in it like the meat packaging and those kind of things um, we actually wash, so rinse them off so there's no food residue and actually recycle them. So we put them in this um, Woolies bag and then at the end of the week when we go do our grocery shopping, we put it in the red recycling bins at Coles or Woolies. So we've noticed a huge difference. I usually fill a bag, probably one bag a week. Um, another thing that I've started implementing recently is collecting bread tags. So the plastic bread tags, um, in a jar. So once it's full, I can post these to, there's companies out there, recycling companies out there that are actually using these bread tags, melting them down and making them into bowls and cups. And I've noticed that they've started selling them in H&M as well. So they're asking for more bread tags, um, rather than just throwing them in the garbage they can actually be reused another way you can recycle better is by with your bottles so your plastic and your glass bottles taking them to a return and earn and why not make some cash by recycling that's a great incentive um just these things alone has reduced our waste by 20 percent. we've noticed in our weekly bin pickup I've also started a compost bin and this has made actually a huge difference in our waste. We now only throw about one to two garbage bags of general waste out a week. Um, So I guess recycling all the soft plastics um, and your normal recycling bin has also added to this reduction as well. Um, But yeah, I, I love our compost bin because then I can use the mulch that the compost has created 
um, and put it on our garden and start a veggie garden, which will then grow really great veggies and just make um, all our flowers and veggies actually flourish. I've also reduced my animal intake. So 80% of my weekly meals are now plant-based meals. Um, So just loading my meals up with lots of fruits and veggies, um, some legumes as well. And this reduction I've actually felt a whole lot better as well for my health. I feel like it's helped me so steering so only reducing my animal product intake by 20% um, and eventually I would reduce it completely but that's the thing like you start off small and then gradually reduce over the long time it's it's about making those small habit changes because if you just cut it out altogether from day one you're less likely to um, actually keep that habit for the long term so reducing your animal products to 20% each week so I have about one or two meals at the moment with white or red meats and I've noticed that's made a huge difference in my energy levels um, a huge difference for weight loss as well and I, I don't eat eggs because I'm actually allergic to eggs swapped out my scrambled eggs for a turmeric tofu scramble which tastes just a good, as good in my opinion. Um, I don't have dairy products either, apart from cheese occasionally because I love cheese. Um, I don't have cow's milk because it's got added hormones in it and I actually, um, my gut reacts badly to um, cow's milk or any animal milk. So I have oat milk, which actually after reading, I did this before, Um, It was a self-choice before I even did any research into it. I just noticed that that animal, like the cow's milk that I was having, I just felt so bloated and disgusting after having some of my wheat bix. So I made that personal choice to change over to oat milk. And I, after reading the Plant Proof book, it actually shows that oat milk is a more sustainable choice over the long term in terms of how much water it actually takes to create Um, those milks and the impact that it has on the earth it's very very little so I'm pretty pleased about that another hack that I have started doing is any online shopping boxes that come in I actually try to keep them intact um, because they can become really handy when I need to send items so I do a lot of um, selling my old clothes on Depop and eBay and I've kept Um, boxes and packaging from online shopping orders that I've made um, and then reuse these when I'm sending some clothes or um, items that I've sold online to other people so this is really handy and it saves some dollars on buying one of the Australian Post um, packages as well and they do accept it. Um, Another tip is buy pre-owned and second-hand. I love this tip. I can't tell you how many items I actually have secondhand. Like our fridge was bought secondhand. Not only was it 230 no, it was $180. First of all, that's a bargain for a fridge, but it has lasted us. Lasted us. Um, we bought it about three years ago now, 
and it's still kicking. It's just, yeah, it just has a few marks on the outside, but is perfectly fine to be used. Um, so I'll definitely be um, buying a second hand fridge when we decide to upgrade. If we decide to upgrade, I mean, there's no need right now because our fridge is perfectly fine. Um, and refurbish and recycle. So 70% of our furniture in my house um, is actually upcycled. So especially during this pandemic, you see a lot of people throwing out stuff to the curbside pickup. I've picked up so many items for free and just given them a sand and painted them and they've just come back to life. So I always keep an eye out for all the old timber or wood furniture furnishings that are easier to sand back give them a paint and yeah they've turned out really really nice nice vintage look as well instead of buying brand new like and you're also reducing the likelihood of um, these items going to landfill when they're perfectly fine (laughs) so it's really important like those are a few tips that I've made And I'm sure I can make more, Um, but I'm not perfect. You don't have to be perfect from day one of wanting to make an impact on how on your footprint on the earth. You can just implement these day by day and I'm sure I'll find more ways as well. Um, Oh, like changing over our electricity and internet providers. I found um, sustainable companies who invest in renewable energy companies as well so those are other another two things that I have done recently you might not feel like you make a difference but you actually can and I've noticed a huge difference in our weekly waste and and it's really important I watched the breaking boundaries documentary today and it is eye-opening I really suggest you do do your own research um, check out these doc- documentaries because they really do shine light on things that should be spoken about that are not is not freely spoken about um, and what we do and change in the next 10 years will determine what the future of our planet looks like and in the breaking boundaries documentary um, they say that we've only got seven years until it's too late when it comes to the amount of emissions being released into the atmosphere so we need to drastically reduce this in within seven years and to be honest I don't know the the years are flying by like the last two years everyone's been stuck at home no one's been doing anything and they have just honestly flown um so seven years isn't really that far away I definitely recommend watching the Breaking Boundaries documentary, probably watch the what, um, A Life on Our Planet first and then watch this one. It is super eye-opening, super interesting, and I feel like this stuff needs to be talked about more and more. And by implementing those small habits um, every day or every week, you, you also can make a difference um, to your footprint on the earth. And I just wanted to get this out there and hopefully this inspires others to check out the documentaries or inspires others to make small differences for not only the planet but for you as a person as well um 
So those are my tips and I hope you found value from this episode. It was a bit mishmashy, but I just, I was fired up and I wanted to get this out. So hopefully um, you found some value in this episode. And if you're still listening, listening, thank you so much for listening to the end and listening to what I have to say, um, because this is, this podcast is a platform for me to voice my opinions and I really appreciate anyone that tunes in. Um, And as always, if you have any feedback or if this resonated with you and you want to share your opinion or share your stories or if you have any tips that you've implemented about um, living sustainably, um, you can find me on Instagram. That's at Ann with a double I. Um, Please reach out. out. Um, I'd be more than happy to hear from you. And that's it for this episode. I'm going to take a breather now because I've been talking, I feel like I've been talking so fast. But yes, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode. See ya.